Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Thank God for the cross. Thank God for the Lamb that was slain. And I don't know that any of us will comprehend what's taking place in the world because of that cross. As we look at that cross, we know what's happened to us. But can we really comprehend what is really taking place because of the shed blood and the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ? Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Ken Hagen on his teaching, The Blood-Bought Church, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message. I remember a story that my dad used to tell when I was a kid. And Brother Hagen hadn't always been a teacher, people. The man could preach. Brother Tipton has seen him when he can pre- when he when he preached. I mean, he would go forty-five minutes. You know how he quotes scripture sometimes. He would go forty-five minutes just that hard preaching. I remember a story he tells about a boy in prison. And the boy's mother kept pleading with the officials. Finally, she was given an audience with the governor, and she pleaded her case. And the governor said, well, if I'm ever close by, I'll go by and talk to him. And it was years and years ago when they wore the top hats and the frock tail coats, and that's what the preachers used to wear. Maybe that's where we got the idea of wearing suits and ties because they used to wear that garb that identified them. But anyway, he went down, the governor went down to the prison, walked down the row of cells, came to this boy's cell, called him by name, And the boy said, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want nothing to do with you. The man never told him who he was. He just said, son, I could help you if you would let me. Would you talk to me? He said, I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't want anything to do with anything that you got to say. Governor pleaded a few times with the boy, and the boy finally turned his back and went over and stood with his face to the wall and his back to the governor. The governor turned and retraced his steps down that long hall between the cells, went through the door, and then the iron gate clanged behind him way down at the end of the hall and you can hear the clanging echoing through the prison. One of the guards said, 
to him. What did the governor have to say? And the boy said, the governor? Oh, no. I thought he was the preacher. But today, friend, Jesus Christ is standing and calling. And people say, I don't want to have anything to do with him. And just as that young man refused to receive any leniency because he refused to talk to the governor, he went to the gallows. And today, people are dying and going to hell because they refuse to talk to the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the world. Many today that have accepted him are living beneath their privileges because they refuse to accept all that the Bible has for them. Jesus said, John 12, 32, But I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. We say we really comprehend. We say we really understand all that there is to know about the cross and the substitutionary act that Jesus did. But I'm going to stand here today and tell you that I do not comprehend it all. I read it and I understand with my mind what it's saying, but I have a tremendous hard time comprehending it. But I thank God for it. How many of you would give your child How many of you would give your child so the people down here in McAllister, just about 100 miles southeast of here, could all go free? I read about that kind of love, but I have a problem understanding that kind of love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that you and I might have life and have it more abundantly. Thank God for the cross. Thank God for the lamb that was slain. And I don't know that any of us will comprehend what's taking place in the world because of that cross. As we look at that cross, we know what's happened to us. But can we really comprehend what is really taking place because of the shed blood and the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ? I dare say we don't. And I dare say we will not really have the full understanding and the comprehension of it 
until we, as the Apostle John said in Revelation 7, 9, and 10, after this I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, language standing before the throne in front of the Lamb. And they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Until that day that we stand there before the throne with God himself sitting there and the Lamb of God sitting at the right hand as we stand there with people from every nation and tongue, I think it will be only then that we really comprehend the forgiving power of the Lord Jesus Christ in all of its magnitude. God is real. The cross is real. But remember, it's a symbol. It's simply a symbol of something that took place. The tomb in Jerusalem is a symbol. It has no power. There's no use to send your request and have somebody go over and take them in the tomb and pray for them. Because there's no more power of God in that tomb than there is right here in this church or in your house. Because on the third day, he came out of that tomb. And he lives. The goats that the blood was shed from never came back to life. The scapegoat was turned loose and never again to be seen. But friend, I'm going to tell you the sacrificial lamb of God, the scapegoat of God died and on the cross, the blood flowed from his hands and from his feet and from his side and from the thorns in his head. The blood flowed from the stripes upon his back and his broken body. And he looked up and he said, it is finished. And his head slumped to his chest. And it was dark. They took him and they put him in the grave. But on the third morning, there was all kinds, and you can study, of all kinds of cataclysmic things that took place. Graves were open. That curtain in the temple that separated the Holy of Holies from the holy place was ran into from top to bottom. And Jesus himself came forth and ascended on high. 
the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And he said, all power has been given unto me, both in heaven and earth. And he turned around and he gave that power back to the church. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in this offer is Kenneth E. Hagan's CD entitled The Precious Blood of Jesus and the book from Ken Hagan, How to Live Worry-Free. The last item in this special is Ken Hagan's three CD series entitled Healing Forever Settled. These three great resources are $24.95. That's $12 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Don't forget, you know, if you live in Oklahoma City, that we have Rhema Bible Church, Oklahoma City. That is 8921 Northwest Expressway, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And if you are in the Tulsa Broken Era area. Yes, Rhema Bible Church, 1025 West Kenosha. In Broken Era. In Broken Era. Yeah, 10 o'clock and 6 p.m. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. And all of these services yes. are streamed live. That's right. So wherever you are in the world, if you go to rhema.tv on your computer, you can pick up these services. They're being streamed live. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue with Ken Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.